Good morning, and welcome to the 27th year of the Three Tailgaters Show on 1061 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. The Three Tailgaters Show is presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. The Three Tailgaters Show is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca's by Katie's in New Orleans, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. The Three Tailgaters are also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln, by LifeGate Church in Metairie, by Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, Life Resources Ministries, the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl, and by Premier Automotive. Promotional consideration is provided by Venezia Restaurant on North Carrollton Avenue, Two Tony's Restaurant at West End, Perrin's Restaurant in Harahan. Reginelli's Pizzeria, with locations throughout the metro area. Ye Old College Inn on Carrollton Avenue. Messina's at the Terminal and Runway Cafe at Lakefront Airport. By Copeland's of New Orleans and Kenner at the Esplanade Mall. Desi Vegas Seafood and Steakhouse in Metairie. Chateau Cafe, with locations in New Orleans and Kenner. Moe's Pizza in West Wego. Hooters Restaurants in Metairie and Gretna. Geo's Pizza and Spaghetti House in Metairie. Hobnobber Cafe in Metairie. Fat Boys Pizza on Metairie Road, by Mike Sirio's Pull Boys and Deli on St. Charles Avenue, by That's Amore Pizzeria in Metairie, Bears Pull Boys on Causeway Boulevard at Metairie Road, Fury's Restaurant on Martin Berman in Metairie, and by Manning's Restaurant at Harris Casino on Fulton Street. Now here are your hosts of the Three Tailgaters Show, Ed Daniels, Sports Director of WGNO and WNOL, CrescentCitySports.com, and the Clarion Herald, and Cumulus Radio New Orleans Sports Director Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, and the Kenner Star. And a pleasant good morning and welcome to another edition of the Three Tailgaters Show here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. We're on the web at NashFM1061.com. Our tune-in app available for you anywhere in the world for you to listen in via iHeart. You can catch our podcast following the show through CrescentCitySports.com. Just click on the menu, click on More, and click on Podcast. Catch us at home if you can't get us on radio via Alexa. Just tell her to play WRKN or Nash Icon 106.1 FM. Email us, Ed at WGNO.com, Ken at CrescentCitySports.com. Of course, you can call the show. It's 504-260-1061. That's 260-1061 to join in the conversation, of course, extensive conversation on the Saints coming up this morning with their preseason opener set for tonight in Houston. Tulane and LSU getting ready for their seasons. And, of course, high school football on the horizon. There's so much football forthcoming. We'll talk about that and anything else you'd like to discuss. As we say all the time, your show, if you have a topic, we'd love to hear you address it. 504-260-1061. Ed Daniels joins me now. Of course, sports director of WGNO of CrescentCitySports.com, 1061 FM, Nash Icon, and the Clarion Herald. Good morning, Ed. Kenneth, how are you? Doing fine. Nice to be here. Nice to be talking about football and a game to be played tonight. That's all great. So really, really exciting, really interesting, really good. We're both doing well, but not as well as Jordan Montgomery. No, it's pretty good, huh? Yeah, 11 innings, no runs. I love it. Good good stuff. Hey, a couple of sports notes before we get into Tulane and LSU here. Uh, you mentioned baseball, this Fernando Tatis situation. I mean, 80 days again. The guy hasn't played basically for a year. Mm-hmm. They've made an incredible investment in the guy, and their JGM is now speaking out about it. 
talking about lack of maturity and you know and you got to grow up and this this is really not helping us well i mean again that's the issue when you spend an enormous amount of money and invest an enormous amount of years in a player he's very talented but he can make any excuse he wants but there's no no way around this he obviously knew what he was doing and this can't happen and here's a franchise that went all out and all in to try to win everything and look they're good and they've got a real good lineup now but man who's beating the dodgers i mean come on man i mean the dodgers are just out of sight they're crazy good so and you know the mets and braves are good the phillies are good too but anyway the tati situation very uh, disappointing if you're a fan of the game because he was a guy that major league baseball is trying to make the face of the game the other sports note to comment on and then we'll get to football would be the the whole fedex championship going on in memphis right now scotty Scheffler didn't make the cut number one player in the world but still some prominent players near the top the story there was clear the three guys that tried to sue their way back in to be able to play and again we've talked about this issue a few times and we respect all opinions and i'm all for free enterprise and capitalism make your own choices but i think that's exactly what happened here guys made their choices for guaranteed money and then they wanted the best of both worlds whether you think what the pga tour is doing is correct or not i thought the judge made the right decision because they made a financial decision to go make a lot of money doing something else and then they wanted to get back into this as well so mm-hmm. interesting dynamic this is just going to keep happening right yep. Cam- cameron smith's near the top of the leaderboard in memphis right now and everybody knows it's it's been out there for weeks now he's going to jump mm-hmm. to live he just stayed in it for this correct so he could play the fedex and get the money and get the points there. And I'm not criticizing him. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that's the only reason he's still there. Yeah, you saw Scheffler walk right by him, huh? He did. He just walked right by him, yep. And, you know, Scheffler's a he's a, he's a born-again believer. He's a really yeah. good dude. Yeah. Everybody respects the guy and likes him, and that, that tells you what you think. Look, Tiger Woods has been outspoken. Rory McIlroy has been outspoken. Mm-hmm. You know, Justin Thomas has been outspoken. Scotty Scheffler's just a very calm guy, but he's mm-hmm. he obviously feels the way he feels. And mm-hmm. I'll say it again for yep. the for the – hundredth time i'm all for capitalism i'm all for making what you can make and doing what you can do to better your own circumstance but you can't again rules are rules and whether you agree with the pga or not Mm -hmm. the rules are the rules and you can't argue i mean i guess you could argue but you Mm -hmm. can understand would be the right phrase to to put out there why the pga is doing what it's doing you've got to protect your own interest Mm -hmm. right i agree you can say Oh, my arms are wide open. You can do whatever you want. Well, if you do that, what's the old saying? You know, if, you, uh, if you're on the railroad tracks and you're jogging or you're walking, you're going to get run over. Mm-hmm. And with the kind of money that Liv is throwing out there, mm-hmm. that's exactly what would happen if you don't protect your own interest. So I understand completely what PGA was doing mm-hmm. in that circumstance, and I certainly think the judge ruled right in the case of those three particular players. But, it, look, it's just going to keep happening because uh, Liv's going to keep throwing this money out there. Mm-hmm. And... Some guys are going to take it, and some aren't. Mm-hmm. But when you have top players taking it, like Cameron Smith's a top player. He's a top five, top ten player in the world. Mm-hmm. That changes the dynamic. It's different when you're talking about guys that are older yep. taking it. But when you start seeing the younger studs go that route, uh, then you've got an issue. We all know Patrick Reed, old Captain America, decided he would jump pretty quick, didn't he? Yeah. So he didn't make the Davis Cup team. So. And we're not going to have Cameron Smith here in New Orleans. No, and that's a shame because he was big with this tournament. I yep. mean, this was a big thing. And, and sooner or later, and I know he, Steve probably doesn't want to talk much about it right now, our friend Steve Worthy, but we'll get him on here. 
soon uh, to get his take because this is going to impact everything. And I've said it before. Again, I'm all for capitalism. I'm all for open competition. But, of course, I'm also all for the Zurich Classic. It impacts our community dramatically, Mm -hmm. dramatically. And the Four Kids Foundation provides an incredible, incredible amount of money for wonderful causes throughout our community and beyond. So I'm I'm clearly going to be for that, which is on the side of the PGA, because it benefits our community and our people and our causes. And that's why I'm of that mindset even though I'm fair-minded about the entire situation. But, but we'll have to get Steve on sometime soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with you, though. You're going to take the money? Oh, well. You know, that's the way it goes. Whether you think PGA should be completely closed to letting anybody participate, that's, that's for debate, and I respect all opinions on that. But in this particular instance, guys made their choice. They understood what the choice was, and then they tried to get back in anyway. Mm-hmm. because they had enough points to participate. Mm-hmm. So there's that. So, again, that's, that story is going to continue to be a major story, I think, for quite a while. Mm-hmm. I don't know where the, what the end point is. And I, people have asked me, what do you think the resolution of this is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, could there be a compromise at some point? Yeah, I think if Liv proves to be that forceful mm-hmm. and continues to have that kind of financing over an extended period of time, at some point I think you're going to have to find a way to compromise because they're going to keep luring players with money. I mean, money talks. Their format is different. It's a shorter tournament. You don't have to play as many holes, and you're guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. So, if you finish last, you win like 160 grand. Right? Exactly. So, I mean, it's it's <laughs> remarkable. So, you can understand why. And if you're the uh, Phil Mickelsons of the world, who are not factors whatsoever on the PGA Tour anymore, with all due respect, of course you jump at that. Right. But. When you start getting the, the top younger players, and I find it interesting that, you know, you have guys like McElroy and Thomas and Scheffler who are at the top of the list and are the best in the game that have not only stayed with PGA but stood up for it. So, I mean, it, again, you want to choose sides, go right ahead. Bottom line is it's, it's going to be a story. It's going to be an issue for quite some time to come in my estimation. 504-260-1061. That's 260-1061. Our preseason football got underway, Ed, and I guess the story's there. Jordan Love threw two touchdowns, but he threw three interceptions for Green Bay. I, I watched him. I just don't think he's that guy. I just don't. Mm-hmm. Zach Wilson hurt his knee. So he had a bad year last year with a bad team. He has talent, but now he hurt his knee, and we don't know how that's going to go. Trey Lance looked good for the 49ers in his debut. Deshaun Watson completed one pass and apologized for the first time publicly mm-hmm. for what it's worth. I'm just looking at everything that happened in the preseason games. Yeah, and he'll take an eight-game suspension and a $5 million fine. Six games, huh? No, he'll, he'll accept. Oh, he will accept, yeah. He will accept an eight-game suspension and a $5 million fine. Right, right. He's trying to negotiate with the NFL. I, I know he is. Yeah. Which means to me, which tells me that maybe he feels there's a chance the NFL has a chance to win its appeal. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Baker Mayfield's going to start for the Panthers. No surprise there. No. I mean, that's why they brought him in. Coach is trying to save his job. That's why they brought him in. Sure. I mean, you didn't bring him in to back up Darnold. Mm -hmm. You brought him in to play. So I'm not surprised by that at all. So, again, 
practice. The Saints have had two weeks of practice, and we'll talk about the Saints coming up in a little bit. We say it all the time. You can glean a few things from it, but don't put much stock in it. And the preseason games, you put a little bit more stock in when you go against other people, mm-hmm. but don't put too much stock in that because the fact of the matter is there's only three to five roster spots that are up for grabs anyway. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. Tulane was having a scrimmage today, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think about Tulane? I mean, again, we've talked about it. Seen him practice three times? Yes. Three times? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Um, I like their I like their running backs. I think they yeah. Have, I think that's the strength of the team. I think they have a lot of confidence in their um, and their quarterback in their quarterback mm-hmm. and uh, and their offensive coordinator, who they I think they they like quite a bit. And um, and I also think that um, uh, you know their offensive line um, is that's kind of a question mark. Linebacker's pretty good. Defensive line looks pretty good. How much? I think defensive line's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Secondary, well, I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. got some experience. You know, I've got the same questions about them again. You know, I, I don't know how good they are at corner and at wide receiver. Yeah. It's been and, an ongoing, and, and, and ongoing it's, dilemma. It's an ongoing dilemma. And I think it's, you know, I think Lawrence Keyes is a guy they're counting on a lot. And look, you know, they got to get Jaquan uh, back in the mix where they get him the ball because he's a big. He's a big play receiver, all right? He's a, he's a run-after-the-catch guy, Jaquan Jackson. So um, I think they'll be uh, pretty good. You know, the thing about the offensive line is, you know, they've recruited heavily there. I just thought that last year, based on what they had, they played very poorly. And I know Claybrook's back again. Um, but the only guy that I think they have on the offensive line who's, who's for sure, and Claybrook has that ability, who is for sure super above average? Sincerely, is 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 sincere Hainsworth. There you go. I mean, he is a he is a very good center, but um, you know, I, I don't know. You hear a lot of things about what happened last year, and um, I just think it snowballed, and they couldn't get out of it. Lenny Van Gilder was on the show last night, and he's. He absolutely thought that the the whole Hurricane Ida thing was the the biggest problem, and that. People can downplay it and say, well, the Saints handle it pretty well. Tulane was gone for a month in Birmingham. And, right. and, and Lenny is 100% sure that that had a tremendous impact on their season. I think, I think that's that. Look, and their schedule was really hard. And their schedule was very their hard. Their schedule was very hard. But I, I, you know, I, I know that, uh, that uh, a lot of people are talking about the, the whole situation there. But when I think you're out of your routine for a, for a month, I think it's really hard to pull it back and, and to come back as a team. And and they never could just get unwound. Well, I mean, I go back to the Katrina year with the Saints being in San Antonio and high school facilities and such. I don't care, even at the highest level, mm-hmm. if you have that kind of disruption over an extended period of time. Uh, that was done trick. on purpose. It, it was. It's going to have a tremendous effect. So yeah, I, look, the first month or so, I understand. Yeah, but after the Bears game in November, yeah, that's a team that should have been home. Oh yeah. Well, we all know that whole yeah scenario and. And we all know what Paul Tagliabu did, and we all know that uh, the Saints came back, and it's water under the bridge, but there's no question at that time it was a major problem and a major concern. So that's another story. But back to Tulane. The other thing that needs to be mentioned about Tulane is they need to have more consistent kicking because mm-hmm. you go back and look, and no disrespect to Glover, but you you got to count on an extra point first off, but then you got to be able to make a short field goal when the game's on the line. And – that didn't happen. 
and that cost him a game. They've lost a couple of games in recent years, and I, and he's he was okay, but they've got to be better there too. They have a new kicker now, so I, I think that's another place that you look when you have razor thin margins against some of the teams that you're competing with. That's essential that your kicking game is solid. Their punt game was good. Their coverage games have gotten better the last couple of years, but their their kick game in terms of making kicks has to be better. That's like the Saints from last year, too, which, by the way, is drastically going to improve, it would appear. So so I think that's the other issue with Tulane. The schedule is there. And then, of course, after this year, what? You have three primary schools drop out of their conference and move up, which is going to change their scenario dramatically and make them more of a player moving forward. So the point is this. This year is the year that Willie Fritz needs to navigate and get through to get to six wins or better. If he does that, I think they're going to be in pretty good shape moving forward if they continue to recruit well enough. Of course, that's another story in itself with NILs and such. How well are they going to be able to recruit? Mm. And with Michael Pratt, if he is healthy, I think he's a, he's a guy that has professional potential. Mm. He could make it on a roster in a professional league with the kind of ability he has mm-hmm. if he can put it on the field mm-hmm. this year, in my estimation. Mm-hmm. You know, look, the, the field goal kicking last year was 7 of 14. Right. You can't win that you way. You can't win that way. No. Yeah. And, well, uh, remember the Tulsa game. You Tulsa missed a chip game. shot. 26 yards. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the one thing about uh, G, uh, uh, Valentino Ambrosio. Ambrosio. There you yes, go. Yes. Um, maybe he's a distant cousin of Vito Antuafermo. But Valentino Ambrosio, 21 out of 27. I don't think he has a big leg. But you know what? You got to have a guy who can make a 35-yarder without a doubt. Game. Absolutely. And, and and if that guy can do that, he's an experienced player. He's a graduate uh, uh, student. You know, if that guy can help you get through this uh, patch here, and he can he can be consistent for you and make kicks and make extra points, then that's all you need. No relation to Chef Ambrosia. No relation to the band Ambrosia. Either? No, Ambrosia. I I saw them at. Uh, out here on the lakefront in Kenner about, uh, oh, God. Lakefront. You and I both. Yeah, that was a long time ago. I, I was there. Yeah. I had, a, I had to saw explain them, to my wife who Ambrosia was. Saw I them, think she knew. Saw them about a year ago, actually, in Biloxi. Uh, Did you? Yacht Rock. They, they hosted the Yacht Rock tour. How was it? It was very good. Yeah. Good for them. Very good. So thoroughly enjoyed that. But that's another story. But surely that's something that has to improve from Tulane's perspective as well. And, again, what is the impact of Svoboda? You know, he's... And Lenny pointed out last night that this parallels a little bit what happened in 1998. Tulane dug down into the ranks of an unknown uh, lower-level coach, a guy named Rich Rodriguez, who brought an offense to to the table and exploded, and he was ahead of his time, and it took people years to caught up with, catch up with it. And as I pointed out uh, to Lenny last night, too, very reminiscent of what Denny Duron did on the high school level, where in the late 80s he came up with this offense with spreading people out and lining up a quarterback 10 to 12 yards Couldn't deep get shotgun, them. and they just picked people apart. And how long did it take people to, to adjust to that and to try mm-hmm. to defend it? It took 15 years or so. Now they had the players to do it and the quarterbacks to do it, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it, was a, it takes time to make adjustments. It takes time to figure things out, and you got to get the right personnel. And Tulane did that, and they had great success, and Coach Selfo uh, mirrored that when he took over the program with the offense that he ran, and people finally caught up with it. But I think there is something to be said about bringing in a new mind from outside, maybe not as well-known, but to change things, because clearly Willie Fritz wanted to change things with the staff changes he made, 
and he's entrusting different people to make decisions now. Well, you know what? I, I think that um, I think this is going to be a good match for him with this guy. And, uh, you know, to me, you don't really understand, Kenny, how important experience is until you have it. And I know that you and I are both, you know, we're, on, we're, on, we're way on the back nine when it, when it comes to life. But you just don't understand how important it is. And I think he's got an experienced hand. And the guy who's had success, somebody he can work with and somebody he trusts. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, you're looking for stability there. You've had three offensive coordinators in three years. And you had that with Will Hall, but you knew Will Hall was a, a, a rising guy in the, in the coaching profession, a very smart coach and very accomplished, and he was going to get a chance to have other jobs. And you knew he was going to be a head coach at some point, which he is now. Always hire the best person available. Don't worry about long-term, short-term. Just like the head coaching situation at Tulane, they finally got a guy that they could keep for quite some time and do a good job. Interesting before we get to break, too, because I had Curtis Johnson share at our, our uh-huh. ministry luncheon this past Wednesday. Uh, CJ had a, a, a life scare most recently, and thank the Lord he's doing better. Always liked him and, and remained friends with him. And I, mm-hmm. and, and, but one of the things when I introduced him, as I joked about, is talking about his bio. And then I made sure that I clarified. I said, it's not easy to win at Tulane. I got a laugh. And I said, no, actually, it's hard to win at Tulane. I got a bigger laugh. And he was shaking his head definitively. Mm-hmm. So, but he has nothing but nice things to say mm-hmm. about that experience. Uh, and, of course, he had the one bowl team in the one year. It's just hard to sustain it. Mm-hmm. Willie Fritz mm-hmm. has taken teams to and, three different bowl games, but he still, has a, he still has a losing record. Uh, so, why is that? Well, we all know the reasons. I mean, well, I'll give you an example. I mean, there's, there's, there's been a long-term okay. lack of overall commitment to make the program uh-huh. the best it can be. We uh-huh. all know that. And, uh-huh. you know, have, have there's, has there been some commitment? Mm-hmm. Sure. Has there been that commitment to make it that kind of program? Mm-hmm. No. And I think anybody – would certainly uh, say that. You know, we talk about, mm-hmm. we joke about the Chicago Cubs all the time. I mean, mm-hmm. they're not committed to winning on a long-term basis. They haven't been for, that's why they didn't win for so long. Right. You know, they, they sell it out. They pack the place. They have yeah. rabid fans, good fans that care yeah. in, a, in a top three market in the country. It's an embarrassment. They don't even try to win. And it's embarrassment. And, and like I told, I tell all my Cub friends, and, you know, it's a friendly rivalry, okay? Yeah. I tell all my friend, like my Cub friends, tanking in St. Louis would never be allowed. I wouldn't be allowed. But, I mean, okay, the Tulane – but this is all applicable when we're talking about the Tulane right. situation. Well, I'll give you and an example. I, I think they've been, they've been in at times and partially in, but have they yeah. ever been all in? Well, I think their budget has – to give the university credit, I think under Troy Dan and their budget has grown. Which is great. Which is great. But I'll give you an example of priorities, all right? The other day – my guy comes to meet me, Cole Walker, mm-hmm. at practice. He parks in front of the Wilson Center. All right? He gets a, th- he gets a $30 ticket. Okay? <laughs> it's, a then, ju- it's ridiculous, And, then, and then 30 minutes later, he gets a $40 ticket. Yeah, right. All right? And I haven't paid the tickets yet. I'm going to pay him. Okay, I'm going to pay. Why, why would you pay those? I'm just asking I, you I don't openly. know. I, I don't know. I You're don't there know. to do a job and to cover a program and right. provide publicity and, and the one thing for that I, program. And the one thing I would say is, the one thing I would say is, okay, in 41 years, and I, I don't care if this irritates people or not. This mm-hmm. is the facts. Yeah. In 41 years of covering football at Louisiana State University, mm-hmm. I have never gotten a ticket. Okay? I have never gotten a ticket. And there's always a designated spot to us for us to park 
on campus if you come to watch practice or you go to a game. All right? And I, I don't want to hear all this bunk about it's landlocked. There's a spot right behind the little turf practice field they have, right behind the Wilson Center. You know what I'm talking about. Of course I do. There's 50 yards. It's right by the Sofio hitting, hitting center. Right. Okay? There's a little spot back there, and there's parking spots. And we used to be able to park back there. And the media could easily park back there for practice and for games to go right back there and park. But not well, allowed. But not allowed, okay, because of their, because of their uh, the, the parking people, whoever the, who are, who run this university, okay, and it's pitiful. And you know what, I, I, you know, Mike, Mike Streck's a good guy at Tulane. I may just call him this week and just talk to him about it, all right? Just, just express my concerns. But in 41 years, okay, at LSU, I have never gotten a parking ticket. Well, listen. In fact, th- this is in nothing fact, new. Most of, in fact, most of the time when I go to LSU, I'm actually welcomed. And the thing about it is, I enjoy covering Tulane sports. If you ask anyone at Tulane University, I think it's fair. Other than Gary Smith, who is the beat writer there mm-hmm. for the Advocate, okay? I think I'm the per- I'm the person, or WGNO, either myself or Richie or Aaron, one of us. We're there more than anyone else at Tulane University. So why wouldn't we be welcomed? I don't understand it. Well, Somebody's got to explain but it. This to is me. nothing new. Going back 30, 40 years with the Monk Simons building, when we used to go there all right. the time to cover, to go to luncheons there, everything else imaginable, practice, you name it. Yeah. You get tickets then. Yeah. The, I, diff- just, the difference is back I'm just, then. I'm just amazed. The statute of limitations ran out. Our, our late great friend ML Lagar would say, oh, give it to me. Right. And he'd take but, care but of it. I and am, that was it. I am amazed. Yeah. Okay. I am amazed. This happened to me about about three years ago. Mm-hmm. I had one of those parking passes for the Rosen lot, which is right behind the baseball stadium. Right. And the pass was expired three days. Okay. <laughs> and I got a going. ticket. Of course. And I told Tom Simmons, I said, look, either this ticket gets taken care of or I'm out. Or no. Or I'm just gonna put it on Twitter. I'm gonna put it on social media. Yeah. And you know, I'm not a I'm not a giant gripe on social media person. I mean, no, I, I just think it's, it, it's asinine, okay? When Couldn't people, agree more. When people complain all the time on social yep. media, okay? I think that's stupid. So I'm not going to do that. I think it's immature. But my, my point is, my point is, you know, why do these people have so much stroke at this university? The people who run parking, I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, it's, it's, almost, it's almost like they're, they're their own entity, I mean, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. But, but my point is parking tickets are more important than some of the most important things. I hear you. And, and I know everybody would say, well, how can you draw that parallel? But it's true, okay? It's true. Care about things that are important. I'll give you an example. Um, about five years ago, five years ago, Karen Loftus was covering a two-lane game for us. I was going to Baton Rouge, and Karen, Bobby O and I were going to Baton Rouge, and Karen was covering a two-lane game. Mm-hmm. And Karen was the parking that for the media that year was in the Loyola garage, yeah. which is a good eight to nine blocks away. Surely is. And I told the SID at the time, who's a good man, I told him, I said, look, I said, we're not coming to the game. He says, what do you mean? I said, look, 
I'm not going to – it's not going to be on my conscience that Karen is walking back to her car at 11 o'clock at night down Ben Weiner Drive and then back through campus by herself. Well, well think about – Not going to happen. Think about – and this is not complaining. It's just belaboring what we're talking about. Uh-huh. Think about somebody in radio like this show, and you see what I carry – Right, and you've got to go back out there at night. Yeah. Do you think, you think it, aside from the safety issue, which is another story, the physical issue of carrying three and four bags Correct. in enormous distance to be able to get somewhere to do your job right. is prohibitive, if not impossible, right. depending on your health, depending on the weather, everything imaginable. And that's what mm-hmm. we deal with. Look, I mean, they had championship games there two of the last three years in high school. Mm-hmm. And as you know, you know, fortunately, without getting into personalities, I pulled teeth, pulled teeth, pulled teeth, pulled teeth, till I finally got a spot where I could get within, I don't know, four or 500 yards mm-hmm. of the stadium. But why aren't you parking right in the back back there behind the left field wall? Well, again. At, at Turchin Stadium, okay? Yeah. It's you, a very right – there, right there by the Sofio hitting yeah, facility. It's right. very easy. Yep. And you can park right there and you can walk inside. Yeah. I mean, why is it? You know why? Because somebody around there has it struts like a peacock and and has clout and and can and can make silliness happen. Yeah. And you know what? That's what it is. Meanwhile, in Caesar Superdome, you park inside, you walk right. to a media entrance, you catch an elevator, it's done. Correct. Correct. I mean, there's 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 no question about that. Yeah. Well, whatever. So look. End of the story is we're both enormously supportive of what Tulane does athletically and want them to succeed badly. Absolutely. Always have been that way. Uh, but why, you know, when we, when we go to games sometimes, we can't park next to the arena in that little, in that little lot right there. Mm-hmm. And we've got television equipment. Right. Why do we have to go down and park in a Loyola lot? Yeah. You don't think there ought to be some designated spots for, for all the TV stations and, oh, for, without the, a doubt. and for the beat writer who covers the, sure. the team on a You're daily basis? You're doing a job. I did, broadcast, I did games for Tulane right. for many years right. for television. And occasionally I got to park on the side of the arena. Occasionally. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it was catch as catch can. Mm-hmm. Go, find, go find your own spot mm-hmm. somewhere. And I was doing a play-by-play. So, again... I didn't whine about it. I just did what I had to do and yeah. and, and so forth. But the well, point is, it's are they landlocked? Sure. Do they have issues? Yes. Uh, could they do more to, uh, to yes. make things better? Absolutely. Absolutely. Without and a have, doubt. And, and it has no, nothing to do with the coaches. And it has, Zero. And it has nothing to do with the SIDs. With, or the athletic who, director. Who, who has nothing to do with it and can't do anything about it. No. But those guys control the campus, okay? And they give the campus a bad name. Because they have way too much power. And, and I don't care what anyone says. Look, if I go there, just give me a place somewhat reasonably close where I can park and go, and go in and, and watch practice. Instead, we have to go down to the Die Bowl lot, which is, which is down past the basketball arena. Okay, Now, that's okay for me because I'm walking to practice. Okay? But it's not okay for my, my guy with television equipment. No, who had just to walk, like I talked about who, with who, the radio right. equipment. He had exactly. to walk, who had to walk 500 or 600 yards or 700 yards with a tripod and camera mm-hmm. and a bag and all of that. I, That's got, four, not good. I got four bags. Right. That's not good enough for him. Yeah. Okay? That's not good enough for him. Right. And I'll give you an example. I'll give you another yeah. example. 
Bob Toledo was laughing one day. Okay? You know why? Because the park in front of the Wilson Center, Wilson Center, they charged him $1,200 <laughs> for a parking spot every year. Okay? Same thing with Rick Jones. And I know this is true. Yeah. They charged him. They charged him $1,200. bucks. What, and, I, and, I, and to get on Rick Jones' nerves, which was easy to do. I love Rick. Oh, yeah. But to get on Rick's you – know, you know what I told Rick one day? I said, you know how many parking spots Paul Maneri has in front of the box? Yeah. He's got 10. Okay? Yeah. Reserved head coach. Reserved head coach. All his people go there and park. Sure. Okay? Because you know what? Look, does he need all the spots? No. But it's a courtesy to the head coach. Yeah. If his family wants to come, if somebody wants to come, if his parents want to come, his father passed, but as, if, if his parents want to come, guess mm-hmm. what? Yeah. They have a parking spot. In the meantime, the coach at Tulane pays for his parking spot. 504-260-1061 to join us. We'll get in LSU Saints and much more in your calls next. By the way, Zach Wilson diagnosis a bone bruise and a meniscus tear. He's expected to miss two to four weeks and will undergo arthroscopic surgery to address and correct the injury. Jets feel like that's fortunate compared to what it could have been, but clearly mm-hmm. he doesn't look like he'll be ready so, to start so, the regular season. So why are we playing these meaningless games that nobody is playing in anymore. Well, he needs to play. I mean, a young quarterback okay. just starting but, needs to play. But 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 again, yeah, you're trying. They've had a good draft. Okay, yeah, they have I a agree. chance to be a I better agree. team. They will be better. All right, they should be. and you know what? And now they've lost their quarterback. If, if he would have had a serious knee injury, their entire season would have been blown up over garbage. Yeah. Okay, and that's what the preseason is. I don't care what anybody thinks. Non-contact. Like it. It's it's ridiculous. Okay. You don't put you you know you got to put people in harm's way out there, you know the regular season's different. But why why still play these games? During COVID, there wasn't any preseason, right? Right. Did anybody miss it? No. No. I don't think anybody missed it. Five zero four two six zero one zero six one. I wound up about the there parking thing. I'm the sorry. number to call. We'll take a timeout back in a moment here on one zero six one FM Nash Icon on the web at NashFM one zero six one dot com. Since 1935, the All-State Sugar Bowl has been a proud New Orleans New Year's Day tradition. Through its annual support of college football and amateur sports, the Sugar Bowl attracts hundreds of thousands of visitors to the state, providing countless opportunities for young people. Resources from these events enable the Sugar Bowl to support education and community programs impacting thousands of New Orleans area teachers and citizens. The All-State Sugar Bowl, proud to host the best of the Big 12 and the SEC in the Superdome on New Year's Day, Top service, locally owned, outstanding deals, conveniently located, professionals motivated to sell where the customer comes first. That describes the experience at Premier Automotive Group, where you'll find the best prices anywhere on Toyota, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Kia. Premier Automotive offers a warranty for life on its vehicles and a money-back guarantee. Visit my friend Troy Duhon at one of his outstanding dealerships, Toyota of New Orleans, Premier Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Fiat, Premier Honda in New Orleans, Premier Nissan in Metairie, and Premier Kia in Kenner. It's not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep the facility running, no matter the weather or supply chain hiccup. But we get you, Raymond in Buffalo and Maria in Miami, Jules in Minneapolis and Stan in central Indiana, taking control of everything that's under your control. At Granger, we're here for you with experienced branch staff at over 250 locations so you get the product you're looking for. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Imagine everything you need in one place. 
all within reach at your fingertips. Welcome to your Appy Place, the all-new Staples Connect app, where you can save money with just a tap. Exclusive app-only savings and all your rewards in one place. No searching, just saving. Now, download the Staples Connect app and get $10 off your next $50 in-store purchase. Download the Staples Connect app today and find your Appy Place. Offer ends 1231 in-store only. See app for full offer details. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code FREE for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's promo code FREE. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code FREE for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code FREE for a $5 bonus. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Hi, can I get a vanilla latte? Wait, I know that voice. You are the 45cash.com guy. <laughs> yes, I am. Tell me, can 45cash.com really help me get $5,000 even if I don't have good credit? Oh, yes. 45cash.com is one of the largest lender networks with lenders across the credit spectrum. They can help anyone get up to $5,000 regardless of their credit type. Impressive, but there must be a lot of paperwork. No paperwork. In fact, you can submit a request right from your phone in minutes. Best of all, the money can hit your bank account as soon as the next day. Let me get this straight. 45cash.com can help me get up to $5,000 regardless of my credit. The money can hit my bank account as soon as tomorrow and I can do it all from my phone in minutes? Yep, it's that simple. There must be a catch. Nope, you do need a regular source of income and a checking account. I got that. And here's your latte. Thank you. And remember, if you're ever short on cash or need extra money to pay off bills, go to 45cash.com. That's 45cash.com. Just tuning in? We're just getting started with the Three Tailgaters Show on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. What are you waiting for? Call 504-260-1061. Now back to Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels. And we'll get into the Saints extensively coming up ahead of their preseason game and have a long discussion about that. 504-260-1061 to join us. Joe is in Mandeville. Hey, Joe, good morning. Welcome to the show. Oh, you struck a nerve. Don't get me started on parking in the city of New Orleans, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Anywhere in the city, much less Tulane, right? (laughs) Well, yeah, come on. I complained about this a year ago, and I still flatly refused to pay it. I got a, it was a $300 parking ticket in City Park when I was attending a ball game. And to add insult to injury, we asked the policeman, hey, is this a good place to park here? And the guy says, yes, you're fine. Okay, we come back with a ticket on our windshield, and then we didn't think of anything about it till we get on the causeway. And my wife's looking at it and says, oh, my God, it's $300. And then after 15 days, it goes up to $500. I said, oh, I refuse. I just refuse. When I hear my mayors flying around the world on these junkets, wasting the taxpayer money, no. I refuse to. 
Well, it's the same thing. It's the same thing with the speed cameras, Joe. Okay. Yeah. Those are nothing but it. Mitch Landrew got mad at me one day, and I told him, I said, look, I say this as respectfully as I can. Okay. Yeah. Because I respect people who hold public office, whether I agree or disagree with them. I think that's the way you do it. Okay. And I just told the mayor as respectfully as I could. I said, this is nothing but a money grab. Yes, that's all. That's all it is. That's all it is. And and he he didn't like it, and he disagreed. And I'm okay with that. But I told him, I said it's a money grab, and it's all it is. And that's that's all that stuff is. Okay. And if if you're if you're if you're a mile over, there's a chance that you're going to get a ticket. Seriously, really? I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. And look. Uh, to add insult to injury about Ajaya Hall, this is the receiver that left Alabama for Texas because he wanted to go stay in uh, Sir Keithan's offense. Right. Uh, he gets an NIL deal, burn orange charger, joy riding around campus and everything. He amasses 17 parking tickets, 100 bucks a piece. Okay. They're not joking <laughs> over there either. There's no room at Texas. Okay. They got big, mm-hmm. massive buildings and no parking. So it's uh, a problem. So uh, he gets the. <laughs> $1,500 worth of parking tickets, so they booted him. Puts on a boot on it, and he had to go and cut that boot off and joyride around some more, and the sheriff had to come get him. And so he's in the coach's office, and they're rubbing him raw about, buddy, don't do that. Pay your ticket, da-da-da, you got a deal here, da-da-da. Uh-huh. Like, we need you to stay clean, and we don't even know if he's going to be able to start on Monday. Because of his parking tickets? Yet. Well, I don't. I don't feel. I don't feel that. Uh, I don't feel that slighted then anymore. Then I mean, uh, <laughs> that's, that's entitlement. That's entitlement that this guy's going through because he's yeah. getting it at Alabama and he suspects it at Texas. You yeah. know. Yeah. That was what yeah. was insane about it. You yeah. know. Well, I, got real quick, I understand. Real mm-hmm. quick, I was at LSU yesterday. Watched my son graduate, got his master's. Proud of him. Uh-huh. I told him. Uh-huh. Did, did you have purple and gold on, Joe? Team Arabic statue. Did the little behind uh-huh. the pass picture. You know, behind uh-huh. the pass. Uh-huh. Are you road. a tiger now, Joe? Joe, are you a tiger? Well, he is. He is. I uh-huh. told are you? Him, I said you're not graduated until you're off the phone bill, buddy. <laughs> That's what I told him. <laughs> 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 well, give me well you know, Joe. Joe won. Uh-huh. Uh, back in 2010, uh, Aaron graduated from vet school, yeah. and my wife and I were standing there, and I told her, I said, I'm very proud of you. It's a tremendous accomplishment, and on August 1st, you're paying your own car insurance. Oh, and yeah. And there was, it was, there was genuine shock, uh, but at the time, she was 26, <laughs> and I said, you know what, I think that. you can handle it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, well, you know what, look, it's, all, it's amazing it's amazing when your kids grow up all of a sudden and they're gone. And yeah. you know what? You're like, man, is this discretionary income? Is that what this is? Holy <laughs> smoke. <laughs> Real quick. And, I, and it amazes me with these kids. We're at the party last night in Battery. And the kid, one of the, his study buddy, it was a she, cell phone, and uh, talking about, you know, Sports betting, her son, her, her brother, uh-huh. is right. in Portland. Sports betting, and told her mm-hmm. Baltimore hasn't lost a preseason game in 21 tries, and they've covered all 21. It is a lot, and she she thought nothing of it of putting three hundred dollars down to double her money, and she did it just this mm-hmm. past Thursday night. 
insane what these kids go through. I said, I would have never done that. I don't know why she had the gall mm-hmm. to do that. Well, mm-hmm. she's rich now. I said, don't get in the yeah, habit. Well, of you know that. what? You know what? Here's here's the one thing I'll say about about all of that. Well, num- number number one, I bet on three, really maybe four horse races a year, the yeah. Triple Crown and maybe the Breeders' Cup. Okay, that's about uh-huh. it. Maybe maybe Louisiana Derby, but I'm I'm talking about a total wager of two hundred dollars on the year. Okay, so my yeah. point is my point is is that what I tell people all the time is the uh, the old adage is is that they keep building these casinos for a reason, all right? Because the house wins. That's as simple yeah. as that. Yeah. And and, yeah. and you know, I mean, all all this stuff, all this all this gambling and everything. Look, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. But my my deal is my deal is that's taking time away. That's from me. That's something that I could be productive on. That's all. Uh-huh. Yeah, I gotta tell you, man. I was just kind of blown away. She just plunked it down and got her money back. I was like, "Wow!" Yeah, well, it's easy. How they do it's it. easy until you lose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it takes us once to, to cure that, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I, I have a friend who may be listening to this show. Who does on a Saturday morning, and his mm-hmm. cousin one year was down like ten grand. This oh. was a long time ago, and I'm not going to mention any names. Okay. And and if he's listening right now, he's laughing already. He's down ten yeah. grand, and he bets the lock of the year in the Cal Stanford game, and Stanford won like thirty to three in in that game, and the line was like ten, and he covered, so he got back to zero. But you talk about a guy who was nervous that week because he was going to either be at zero or minus twenty grand, really minus twenty one hundred. Oh. Uh, twenty one thousand. He would have been minus twenty one thousand. So that, he had a lot riding on that. And and that thank goodness. Me. Yeah, but I mean that's not a place you want to be. And if he's oh, listening exactly. right now, my friend that. knows exactly who I'm talking about. <laughs> Got it, man. I'll let you go. I wanted to hear okay, what Joe? you had to say about LSU. Bye. All right, All right Joe. Thank, thank you, Joe. Buddy. Appreciate it. Five oh four two six oh one oh six one two six oh one oh six one. Nick, email received. Thank you. Understand. Uh, that particular perspective, too, and I'm sure it struck a nerve. You bet. I'm right there with you. So, therefore, thank you. And we will talk about LSU coming up next. The Saints extensively coming up, in particular in the next hour. So stay tuned for that with your calls about anything you'd like to discuss in sports at 504-260-1061. Back in a moment, Ken and Ed, 3 Tailgater Show, 1061 FM, Nash Icon on the web, nashfm1061.com. With over 15 acres of cars and trucks at the Lamarck Automotive Complex, there must be a reason. Buying a new car shouldn't be complicated. That's why our expert staff is here to help. I've been selling new Ford cars and trucks since 1970. It's over 50 years. Wow, there must be a reason. With your lifestyle and budget in mind, our finance team works hard to be the best in the business. Only at Lamarck Ford, at the Lamarck Automotive Complex. There must be a reason. Since 1935, the All-State Sugar Bowl has been a proud New Orleans New Year's Day tradition. Through its annual support of college football and amateur sports, the Sugar Bowl attracts hundreds of thousands of visitors to the state, providing countless opportunities for young people. Resources from these events enable the Sugar Bowl to support education and community programs impacting thousands of New Orleans area teachers and citizens. The All-State Sugar Bowl, proud to host the best of the Big 12 and the SEC in the Superdome on New Year's Day, 
Ken Trahan here with Scott Craig of Francesca by Katie's Deli Pizzeria, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. We both love high school sports and the St. Louis Cardinals. That's a big amen. And we both love great food and a great location. That's a bigger amen. Francesca by Katie's has it all. That includes daily specials, building your own sandwiches and pizzas, delicious burgers, scrumptious salads, and a kid's menu. Francesca by Katie's is also host of Ken Trahan's Original Prep Football Report. We love supporting our area schools. It's a shame not everybody can go to Brother Martin. Or Rome. If you don't come, you're to blame. You'll be glad you came. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. Geico presents Daily Affirmations. Repeat after me. Our thoughts are like the ocean. Our thoughts are like the ocean. Our thoughts create our reality. Our thoughts create our reality. We're thinking Geico offers claim service 24-7 with personalized attention from an assigned team. Geico offers claim service? Um, I I wasn't thinking that. We think it and it becomes our reality. So, uh, what about washboard abs? Let's give it a go. Think really hard. Okay, abs, abs, abs. Yep, keep thinking. To manifest more Geico in your life, go to geico.com. Dealing with an outdated printer that just can't keep up with you? Visit Staples and upgrade to a new HP Envy Inspire with HP Plus, HP's best home printer. And it comes with six months of free ink. It prints everything you need, from homework and work documents to incredible photos and more with amazing quality. Right now, save $70 on the HP Envy Inspire 7955E, available at Staples. Offer valid through August 27th. See staples.com slash HP Plus for details. Top service, locally owned, outstanding deals, conveniently located, professionals motivated to sell where the customer comes first. That describes the experience at Premier Automotive Group, where you'll find the best prices anywhere on Toyota, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Kia. Premier Automotive offers a warranty for life on its vehicles and a money-back guarantee. Visit my friend Troy Duhon at one of his outstanding dealerships, Toyota of New Orleans, Premier Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Fiat, Premier Honda in New Orleans, Premier Nissan in Metairie, and Premier Kia in Kenner. Cumulus Media presents the 21st Annual Louisiana Bridal Expo, Sunday, September 11th at the Hyman Convention Center. The Louisiana Bridal Expo will feature everything you need to plan your perfect wedding. That's Sunday, September 11th from noon until 4 p.m. at the Hyman Convention Center. Tickets available at the door the day of the event. No strollers or children under 12. Vendor booths are still available. Call 337-408-9208. That's 337-408-9208. You want the total sports package? Let's talk prep, college, pro, all sports, all the time. You get it all from the three tailgaters on 106.1 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com with Ken and Ed. Give us a call at 504-260-1061. LSU getting ready for its 2022 football season. And a lot of anticipation always is, but... Maybe even more so this year with a new regime, with a new look, with a whole bunch of new players and uh, a significant transition. September 4th, Florida State, Caesars Superdome. And it'll be a pivotal game for LSU. They follow that with Southern. Then they have Mississippi State at home and New Mexico. So if you look at the odds 
and Ed, I haven't even looked. Mm-hmm. My guess is LSU is going to be favored in all four of those games. Mm-hmm. They will be. So, and again, I'm not. I'm a novice when it comes to the gambling issue stuff. But mm-hmm. my guess is they'll be favored in all four. So, mm-hmm. it's an incredibly important game. Mississippi State game, obviously at home, will be too. But the fact of the matter is that expectations, regardless of how many new people are on hand, are that they'll be four and zero going to Jordan Hare Stadium mm-hmm. to play a program that's got a little bit of disarray to it right now. That is correct. In Auburn. And then coming home to play a, a pretty good, improved Tennessee team, but at home. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I've said all along, I thought this would be a seven or eight win team. I certainly still feel that way. Mm-hmm. Could it be more than that? Not out of the question. Mm-hmm. I don't think it will be less than that. Because regardless of who the quarterback choice is, they have quarterbacks who can play. So if one isn't there for whatever reason or doesn't come through, the other yeah, they, certainly they, is they, eminently capable of doing they, so. They, they've, got, they've got good quarterbacks. It's, All right, it's so the strength of their team. They're going to lose in Alabama. They're going to have a tough game at Arkansas. They're going to have a tough game at Kyle Field. They're going to have a tough game at Florida, but how good is Florida really? Okay, that's four games right there. I think in all the others, I like their chances, including Ole Miss at home. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm saying seven or eight wins. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I said eight. I'll yeah. stick with eight. Yeah, I, I think. Here's why. I think they're gonna they're gonna be um, they're gonna they're gonna max out what they can do. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I just think that they've got good coaches. They've got experienced coaches, and um, I think they're gonna play a solid brand of football. And I got to watch the entire practice, which is a which treat. is truly new, isn't it? And it was an absolute treat. Okay, I'm telling you. Imagine I, that, Noah. No paranoia my surrounding wife, a program. My wife was like, "Yeah, I got up at 5:45 yeah. Thursday morning right. because I don't get home till I don't know 11:15. Mm-hmm. I got up at 5:45 Thursday morning. Yeah, and I said, um, I said, hey, I, I am going to, uh, I am going to. Um, I'm going to this to this thing because I get to watch the whole practice, and we get to shoot a lot of video, and uh, and it was great. And uh, I learned a lot by watching, and I watched a lot of their players. I liked, I watched their quarterbacks a lot, but I also watched their offensive line a lot, and um, and I think they're going to be improved there. I think they're going to be improved in the secondary, um, and the the guy that. Uh, the guy that – there's a couple of guys. I didn't realize Makai Gardner was that huge. He is a giant individual. Uh, and um, I liked uh, some young guys in their offensive line. And um, and Kane, the running back, is pretty good too. He's a hard runner. So I think, I think they're going to be a team that plays the game the right way. But I, I, I think they're going to be out-talented in a few games. Email from Bill and Mettery, question, what is the role of Jack Besh? Well, I, you know, I think uh, Jack Besh is a guy who can catch the football. And, um, you know, I, I don't think he's a tight end. At least I hope he isn't. I don't think he is. Well, they got four or five other receivers they really like that are right. good. Well, I understand. Maybe a hybrid guy. He may be a hybrid guy. Because the, they don't have a pure tight you know, end that's my, any my, good. My deal is, is though, look. When I, when I I'll give you an example, a guy that I that I watch and I watch a guy and I'm saying, you know what, 
this guy could be a real good player, but he drops the ball, and that's Jare Jenkins. Yeah, well, that's been common. And, and, you know, and I think he's a talented player. If he can improve his hands, I think he would have a very high ceiling. But Neighbors is good. You know, I thought it was interesting. Thomas is good. I thought it was interesting, though, that Kelly got on Thomas the other day publicly when he was asked about him. He said, look, he thinks he's a freshman. He's not a freshman anymore. I, I saw that. I, I saw the comment. Yeah, right, and he said he, he can't be – he can't be a, a contributor. He has to be a key contributor. Right. So, I mean, he's obviously trying to motivate the young man. And we know what Booty is. And we know what Booty is. But, you know, somebody brought that up to me, and I don't really, I don't really know. Um, let's just say that LSU, somebody brought this up to me, another media member. If LSU's five and four after nine games, is he still on the team at the end of the year? Mm. I mean, because, I mean, he's going to be a high pick regardless, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, and I'm not saying that's going to happen. but well, you hope not. You hope not. But, I mean, look, that's, that's – If you're not in contention for the SEC Opt-outs are going to happen. Okay? It happens all the time. It happens all the time. And that's not taking a shot at him. I'm just saying that that's always a possibility because opt-outs happen. Well, I'll say it again, and I said it at the time, and I'll repeat it. And, again, it's just my opinion. I respect more the guy that – opts out before a season, a.k.a. Jamar Chase, then I do a guy that opts out in the middle of a season, a.k.a. Terrence Marshall, or even Fournette prior to a bowl game if you want to go there. Although I understand that a little bit more, but I do have no problem with a guy that opts out before a season because it doesn't interfere with the season in any way, shape, or form. You have made that decision. They know who's on the roster. They know that you're either going to be part of this team or you're not going to be part of it. So that is my position on the whole opt-out situation. I just, while I completely understand the concept of opting out late in the season, looking out for yourself and so forth, it is a team sport, and I feel as though you had made a commitment to a team and that you should see it through. That's my position. I have not changed that. No, I understand. I got it. Some people were on chase for doing what he did. I think he made the right decision in retrospect, with all due respect. Yeah, I, I think he saw some bad things. On I the think he saw too. some things that uh, that right. probably weren't going to be real good, and risking injury. No, it's worked out. Well, he had an incredible rookie season and went to a Super Bowl. And look, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't blame people for covering an investment, okay? Because that's what their bodies are. Mm-hmm. Their bodies are an investment. Yeah, that's and their lifeblood. That is their lifeblood. And, you know, I can't – I'm not going to find fault with people who do that. I'm just not. But um, – But know. in the middle of a season or late in the season, it's a team sport. I mean, you're no, part of a it. team. I get it. You made a commitment – to be part of a team, and to me, in the middle of a season or late in the season is a lot different than before a season. That's just my, my thought process about yep. it. So, so I mean, or, but again, the, does the possibility exist? Of course it does. Mm-hmm. But I will say this, and I've said this before, do you see players opting out at Alabama? Name one. Not during the season. Precisely. Yep. Well, in all, in all due respect, though, They've always been in the championship. Well, well that's it. I mean, my, my there point you go. is, my point is, would that happen if they were an eight and four team? I think it'd be a different dynamic at that point. Might be. Correct. I don't know that. Okay? But they're always going to be there. I don't. I haven't don't seen know it that. at Ohio State. Even haven't seen it at Georgia. Yeah. Haven't seen it at Clemson. So yeah. 
No, I got Just it. Just saying. No, I got it. The, the players, right? The ones and, that you and, know are going to be there. And hopefully, uh, you know, that's something that, that's something that Brian Kelly can address. Why well, there's so many issues. To be a college coach right now is a very, very difficult job. That's obvious. Of course, they get paid, but it is very challenging, to say the least. It's 504-260-1061, 260-1061, a brief timeout. Second hour begins in a moment. We'll talk Saints and the preseason when we continue. Ken and Ed, 3 Tailgaters Show, 1061 FM, Nash Icon, and at NashFM1061.com. For 15 years, the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl has been proud to support one of the area's great traditions, high school football, and the Prep Football Player of the Week Award. The RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl's weekly recognition of excellence on the field of high school student athletes reflects our understanding of the importance of athletics in the development of our youth. The Prep Player of the Year will be presented the Ronald D. Gardner Award on the field at the Caesar Superdome during the 2021 RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl, Saturday night, December 18th. Tickets available now at NewOrleansBowl.com. Toxic drinking water at Camp Lejeune. If you or someone you know were stationed at or around Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987, you were likely exposed to toxic drinking water. If you were diagnosed with cancer or another serious condition, you may be entitled to significant compensation. Serving those who have served us. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. 444-4444. Steve DeBosier, New Orleans. Alley 2213849. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Hi, can I get a vanilla latte? Wait, I know that voice. You are the 45cash.com guy. (laughs) Yes, I am. Tell me, can 45cash.com really help me get $5,000 even if I don't have good credit? Yes. 45cash.com is one of the largest lender networks with lenders across the credit spectrum. They can help anyone get up to $5,000 regardless of their credit type. Impressive, but there must be a lot of paperwork. No paperwork. In fact, you can submit a request right from your phone in minutes. Best of all, the money can hit your bank account as soon as the next day. Let me get this straight. 45cash.com can help me get up to $5,000 regardless of my credit. The money can hit my bank account as soon as tomorrow and I can do it all from my phone in minutes? Yep, it's that simple. There must be a catch. Nope, you do need a regular source of income and a checking account. I got that. And here's your latte. Thank you. And remember, if you're ever short on cash or need extra money to pay off bills, go to 45cash.com. That's 45cash.com. FanDuel Sportsbook at Treasure Chess Casino is now open. Now you have access to one of the best sports betting experiences around. Combining the excellence and experience of FanDuel with our signature Boyd Gaming hospitality. Place your bets and get back before kickoff. Or stick around with all your friends and enjoy the sports action right here. That's FanDuel Sportsbook at Treasure Chess Casino. Just off I-10 and Catter on the banks of Lake Pontchartrain. I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Scott Craig. I love me some Francesca's by Katie's Deli and Catering. We thank all who have sustained us through the pandemic and into better times. You can build your own specialty sandwiches. Build your own special St. Louis-style pizzas as well. Don't forget the special salads, including the Chef Scott's special salad. And our frips are special and unique. Francesca's is the home of Ken Trahan's original prep football report, Friday nights during the football season. And we love all area schools and teams. Come on by. Francesca's by Katie's Deli and Catering, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Open Monday through Saturday at 11 a.m. Visit FrancescaDeli.com. Now more than ever, driving political change has enough challenges. Reaching the right voters to get elected shouldn't be one of them. Hi, I'm Rachel Adams, Regional Digital Sales Manager, and our team is here to help you reach the exact voters you need in your district or even the whole state. 
Contact me today at nolacumuluscares.com and let us help you get elected and make real political change for Louisiana. That's nolacumuluscares.com or call me directly at 504-432-0043. Life is where preparation meets the unexpected. Law enforcement will always be our primary focus. However, we cannot do it alone. Join our family in the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office. We are currently looking for patrol deputies, correctional officers, and dispatchers where you can help make a difference. JPSO prides themselves on making the parish safe for citizens and their families. Please go to JPSO.com to find out how to take the next step. This isn't just a career. You become part of a much larger family. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. The second hour begins. It's the Three Tailgaters Show on 1061 Nash Icon, Nash FM 1061.com, and at CrescentCitySports.com. Be a part of the show now. Call 504 260 1061. Back to Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels. Preseason game number one tonight for the New Orleans Saints at Houston against the Texans. We know Jameis Winston will not play. And, of course, people have to play. Like Ed talked about earlier, you'd almost rather not see the games. From the New Orleans Saints' perspective, that might even be more factual because, realistically, Going into training camp, as I told Ross Jackson on the show last night that we did, I thought maybe, maybe there were three to five roster spots up for grabs Mm -hmm. going into camp. I don't think that's changed during camp. What are we talking about? Mm -hmm. Running back, you got to make a decision on the running back spot in terms of who's on the roster between, you know, one or two guys, Mm -hmm. basically. Then you're looking at, Linebacker, are you going to keep – who else are you going to keep beyond Warner and Caden Ellis to go along with Davis? So maybe a competition there. Is there a competition for a safety spot? Debatable. Is there a competition for a tight end spot? Debatable. Offensive line, I think you, you know who your guys are, and I think you know who your reserves are. Yeah. Quarterback, you've got your three guys. Defensive end, you've got your guys if healthy. Mm-hmm. Defensive tackle, I, I guess, you know, maybe, maybe a competition for one spot. Maybe. But that's it. Mm-hmm. I, I just mentioned what? Four or five guys, right? Mm-hmm. So the point I'm making is the preseason games, are they going to determine any of that? And in terms of starter positions, I mean, it looks to me like Paulson Adebo is the second cornerback, right? I think he's going to start. Roby would be the third guy. Correct. So I don't think that's really an issue. Uh-huh. And then beyond that, Trauman's going to start a tight end. If you need a blocker, it's Vinette. If you need a receiver, it's Jawan Johnson and or Taysom Hill, depending on how you line up. And then, of course, at left tackle, the only other quote-unquote starting position competition which looks like it is a competition between James Hurst and Trevor Penning. All right, tell me what I'm missing here. No, you're not missing much. You know, and here's the thing. I dread those games because guys get hurt. And That's uh, it. I was going to say, what is it that you want to see yeah. in this game tonight? Yeah. Answer, nobody get hurt. Right. And, you know, I remember I think it was the 93 preseason 
the Saints lost like three starters in the last game. I think it was Lorenzo Neal, Brad Muster, and somebody else that they all they lost in that game. They lost the defensive back in that game. And I think that contributed to their team that year. And I know they got off to a great start that year. But I just hate seeing I hate seeing guys that you're counting on being lost in games like that. I just do. I I just you know and again, who cares who wins the game? Really? Yeah, to to that point, how much do you really need to see Andy Dalton tonight? Right. I mean, One series, two series? I mean, I know what Andy Dalton could do. I think, you know, Ian Book playing would certainly help him. Makes all the sense in the world. Makes all the sense in the world. Let him get as many snaps as you can. Because if you think he's part of your future, then you want to you want to see what he can do. And look, to be fair to Ian Book, the situation he was put in against the Dolphins was horrendous. They were taking people off the street because of COVID to play in that game. So the Saints really had no chance in that game. Their, their, their roster was really watered down. But, um, you know, you want to find out what he can do. Maybe so. But I just think that it, it's just a mess. I asked last night of Ross, I asked him, what about nobody's talked about Ian Book, everything about Jameis Winston, obviously, and to some degree about Andy Dalton. Ian Book's kind of forgotten. I think they still like him. I think they still value him. What have you seen of him, and what do you think they think of him? Of Ian Book? Yes. You know, that's a good question because it really hasn't been asked a whole lot. And it's a new head coach. New head coach. And, and you know, he's he may have a little bit of a uh, a different disposition uh, than the uh, than the previous head coach, even though they were they worked closely together. But the fact that they didn't bring anybody else in to compete that's tells the you they must, they must like him. That's the point. That's exactly what I was going to say next. You took the words right out of my mouth. The fact that they didn't bring a fourth guy in to compete against him tells you that they're pretty comfortable with him in that spot. Yeah, they brought in K.J. Costello as a camp bomb. They needed right, another guy. Bomb. They needed another guy to throw because they only had three, two guys who could throw. They, they needed another guy to throw. But as far as, you know, it's, it's just like, uh, you know, they, they obviously felt comfortable with him because they didn't bring any competition in for the spot. Otherwise, running back. So we know Kamara and Ingram are on the team. Okay. So then you got three guys, basically. You got Tony Jones, who was disappointing last year. You got Dwayne Washington, who's a special teams ace. You've got Ozigbo, uh, who is a guy they brought back who I think they like. And then, of course, you're going to add Abram Smith to that conversation. So you start with the latter. Could they get him through waivers and get him on the practice squad? I don't know. I don't think they can. I don't. And if that's the case, I think he's gonna if you make like the him, you've got to make the team. Yeah, he's going to make the team unless he, unless he flops. But, again, you go back, Kenny, I think, to more than anything else. When a club makes a financial investment in a guy, they're going to give him every chance to succeed. Would you agree? Most of the time. Right. And, and if you're in a situation where you're giving a guy, what was it, $220,000 to sign as a free agent, when you give a guy that kind of bonus, then you're, it, it tells you one thing, you're interested in and him. And you assume that others were very interested in him, and right. therefore they'd probably and, claim him if the right. opportunity right. availed itself. Right, and you know that it, probably in the sixth or seventh round, you know, they're on the phone with him saying, look. And I know there was a connection. Um, the guy, one of the coaches at Baylor was uh, – has coached with Dennis Allen before, I think. I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to remember the back channel story. But there was uh, Jeff Grimes, who was at LSU, yeah. was, is, a, is at Baylor, I believe, and working with uh, Dave Aranda. So there was the connection with, with the Saints 
uh, I think Dennis Allen knew Jeff Grimes, I mm -hmm. think. Whatever. But there, there's obviously a connection. And obviously late in the draft, they're on the phone with him and saying, look, you know, don't go anywhere else. We're going we're gonna to give you some money. We want you to be with us. And I think that uh, Abram Smith is one of the guys that I will be watching uh, in this game because I think he's a pretty decisive runner, Kenny, who who has that that zone running one cut ability. You know, I think he's I think he's a pretty nice little player, and I'm just kind of curious to see what he can do. Well, interesting because Ross Jackson said last night that he he picked a Zigbo. He thinks Divine Zigbo's had a really good camp, and he thinks they like him. He's done now. Well. Now here's the thing: they could keep four running backs and. So if you keep Ingram and you keep Camara, which you will, of course, Tony Jones would be and the you keep guy. you keep Ozigbo, and you keep Abram Smith, then Tony Jones would be the guy right. on on the outside looking in. Dwayne Washington figures to make the team because well, he's of the his special guy. teams guy. He he's your he's your he could he could be your fill in guy yeah. running back if you get injuries in a game and right. you got to go to a guy. Here's a veteran guy who's solid, who's very smart who knows what he's doing, and he's also very good on special teams. Well, if that's the case, then maybe Jones and Ozigbo uh, don't make it because you can't keep more than four running backs. Right. I mean, I say you can't. You could Correct. but with the roster the way Correct. it is because you then, you, then you, you got to think about the fullback position. Do you keep a traditional fullback like Prentice, or do you not even keep a no. traditional fullback and you just use your tight ends to be your lead I, guy? I don't, I don't see that happening. I really don't. You don't think they're going to keep a no, fullback? I do not keep. I do not think they're going to keep a fullback. And okay. I think what they'll do is – is that um, you know they'll um, they'll go to one of the tight ends to um, to be like in that H back you know wham block right. type position. Yeah, Adam Prentice is, is solid at what he does, but again, it's all about what you choose to do offensively. And if you need a lead guy, uh, do you have someone else? Look, you can line up. They line up with an extra offensive lineman uh, as a third tight end all the time on the outside. You can't much do that unless it's goal line with a big guy at fullback because they can't reach block against quicker athletes. But certainly you can put a tight end back there to accomplish that. So, therefore, the fullback is, I think, an endangered species. I agree with you. Mm -hmm. So I think they keep an extra running back, therefore at least four mm -hmm. on the team. But you're talking about, what, six guys. You're talking about Washington, mm -hmm. Ozigbo, you know, Jones, and Abram Smith. It's just like – it's just the, – the Saints are an interesting case study at linebacker and at, at fullback. I don't think you keep a fullback because if you want to have Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, and Chris Olave on the field at once with a tight end, okay, you're not going to keep a fullback. because if you And they ran a lot out of 11 personnel last year. Yes. Didn't they? One back, three wide receivers. Right. They ran a lot out of that, 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 that person. Camara's well, accustomed to that. Right, and, and Camara's accustomed to it. So they ran a lot out of that last year. Plus, if you look at the linebacker spot, you know, there's not uh, – you don't need as many linebackers because your base is a, is a nickel. It's four two five. So when you look at the linebacker position, you've got Caden Ellis. He figures to make the team. You obviously have Demario Davis and you have Pete Warner, but you have to be troubled by Warner's persistent groin injury. Those things don't go away mm -hmm. very much, and he's a key player. Yes, and he is. So a lot of people now are second-guessing, why didn't you re-sign Quan Alexander? Well, because you didn't know about the – the groin injury situation, of course, had you known that, you might have thought second, Quan's with the Jets now. So you don't have that. Linebackers don't play as much, never more than two at one time, by and large now. And, of course, the Saints have that hybrid player in C.J. Gardner-Johnson that's a really good football player who they want to have on the field at all time and who can tackle in the box too. So 
I guess the other part about that position is Zach Bond. You start. It's you're at you're at the. I, I think near the end of the rope there in terms of whether this guy is going to be a player or not. I think that's accurate. Yep, I do. I think that's accurate. And look, uh, you know, there's some guys who've passed him up. And if you look, if you look at, he's part of that what 2020 draft. If you look at that 2020 draft, it's not looking too good right now. But if you look at the 21 and 22 drafts, I think they're looking real good. Yeah. Well, listen. I mean, the Trevor Penning. Going to have that discussion next anyway. Might as well address it. 504-260-1061, the number to call. If the, the conversation as recently as two weeks ago was James Hurst is the guy and Penning's going to be waiting his time to play, that conversation has shifted already. Just listening to the comments well, le- left I, I and right think, that he's actually competing for the starting I job. Think, I think Penning is going to be a great player. Okay? I'll just tell you what I think. I know there's a lot of people uh, – Making, making uh, you know, aspersions about the guy because he, he gets in scraps. I get all of that. Uh, he had a false start or two early in camp. He's a rookie, all right? But like I told you before, and I really believe this, Kenny, when he figures it out, he's going to be a dominant player. And, and he's, a good, he's, a, he's a better pass blocker than people think he is, and he's going to be dominant against the run. And I like his attitude, and I think he brings a nastiness uh, – to the room that I think is a, uh, I hate that term, the room, but I think, mm. I think, I think he's going to be a really good player. And like I said, to the group, to the position, to, to the position, and and I think Chris Olave is going to be a really good player, and the guy that I think is going to be a really good player is Alante. Well, Taylor. that's the other one. So, so I mean, you got you potentially have three starters out of this draft, and I'm not even talking about Demarco Jackson or the guy from Air Force. Yeah, both okay? Jacksons. Yeah, both Jacksons. We don't really we don't really know that much about those guys. I guess we'll see some of them tonight. But my my point is, my point is, you know, people are all over Penning, and I don't understand it because I think the guy. And here's the thing that I haven't I, seen anybody all over him. I yeah, mean, I, well, I, I haven't seen that. I mean, about the fighting and all that but stuff. Whatever. I mean, that's yeah, exactly, exactly. Whatever. That's, that's my point. But my my point is this uh, also about Penning. Is anybody on C.J. Gardner Johnson? Right. He's the number one antagonist in the NFL, by and large. No, because he's on your team and because he's a heck of a player. Because he's a heck of a player. Okay. But you know what? You know, you look at Penning, all right, and I think more more than anything, the one thing that I, I would say that it's an intangible that maybe is not completely measurable is the fact that the guy wants to be really good desperately. You can tell how much the game means to him. So, in my opinion, he's going to do anything he can to improve and become a really good player. Plus, you know, the added bonus for him is, and this is a very good thing for him, he's being coached by Doug Marone and Zach Streif. And there's, there's not two guys. Who Jari have Evans is there, too. Jari Evans is there, too. But when you talk about guys who have – Zach Streif can teach you how to play offensive tackle in the NFL. Well, I don't think okay? there's any doubt about that. And, and, and when, you, when you're being coached by those guys – uh, two smart guys who played the position, who know what it takes, all right? I think that Penning came into a great situation where he can, he can max himself out. And, and I think the guy is going to be a heck of a player. You know, the thing about it is, moving forward, uh, if C.J. Gardner-Johnson doesn't get a deal soon, you got to wonder about him for next year because I think Alante Taylor can play his position. And let's look at next year. You've got to sign Eric McCoy. You've got to. Well, he's essential. Yeah, he's essential. He's a really good player. Yes. Right? He's, he's one of the best centers in the league. You've got to sign Eric McCoy, 
and you've got to sign David Onyemata. David Onyemata is still young in this league, all right? And he's an interior pass. Yeah, I think this is a key year for him, though, because right. he, he he missed all the time last year, and then he was not a, that effective after right. that. I think you got So it's a key year for him. I think you got to sign David Onyemata, and there's another guy in there, too. But, you know, at some point, you know, if, if I were Gardner Johnson, I would not price myself out of the market. That's all I'm saying. Understand what you're saying. They have depth in the secondary. P.J. Williams can still play. Well, but, but look at their corners right now. If he doesn't play, they've got, got Bradley Taylor, Roby. Uh, Roby, Adebo, and Lattimore. Lattimore. There's yes. a lot of teams in the NFL would like to have. Oh, that don't like, have that group. That don't have that group. And if you had Gardner Johnson in there, that is, that is absolutely one of the best groups in the, N- in the NBA, in the NFL. So, um, you know, I hope he's with the Saints for a long time. But I think the Saints are only going to um, – you know, they're only going to do a deal if a deal makes sense for them. Does that make sense? Well, of course it does. Look, they can't keep everybody. We need. We see this every year. They're over. They're going to continue to be over. And they're going to manage it very well. But that means they're going to have to make some decisions. And they've done that the last few years. And we've seen that. Some of those decisions are, are not as hard as others. And some of them are very hard to move on from. And we're going to get into that discussion after the timeout because, again, if you're looking at positions tonight, if you're looking at positions that should be a real strength but you worry about health, start at defensive end. We'll talk about that when we return in just a moment. It's 504-260-1061. That's 260-1061. He's Ed. I'm Ken. Rudy's our producer. This is the three tailgaters show. And we're back in just a moment here on 1061 FM Nash Icon and on the web at NashFM1061.com. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Now more than ever, driving political change has enough challenges. Reaching the right voters to get elected shouldn't be one of them. Hi, I'm Rachel Adams, Regional Digital Sales Manager, and our team is here to help you reach the exact voters you need in your district or even the whole state. Contact me today at nolacumuluscares.com and let us help you get elected and make real political change for Louisiana. That's nolacumuluscares.com or call me directly at 504-432-0043. Life Resources Ministries exists for showing men the way, building men to spiritual maturity, and preparing God's people for service. Life Resources Ministries has Bible studies in person and via Skype throughout the metro area, along with outreaches weekly on Wednesdays at Piccadilly Cafeteria on Clearview Parkway in Metairie. There are business forums and fellowship meetings as well. Life Resources also puts on major outreach prep breakfasts with national speakers up to four to five times per year. Visit us online at liferesources.net. Life Resources Ministries, leaders investing for eternity. 
package not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code FREE for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's promo code FREE. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code FREE for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code FREE for a $5 bonus. FanDuel Sportsbook at Treasure Chess Casino is now open. Now you have access to one of the best sports betting experiences around. Combining the excellence and experience of FanDuel with our signature Boyd Gaming hospitality. Place your bets and get back before kickoff. Or stick around with all your friends and enjoy the sports action right here. That's FanDuel Sportsbook at Treasure Chess Casino. Just off I-10 and Ketter on the banks of Lake Pontchartrain. Your weekly forum for genuine, substantive talk with a focus on facts and fact-based opinions. Time to share your passion on the Three Tailgaters Show here on 106.1 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. Call 504-260-1061. And back to your calls. Let's check in in Chalmette where Randy awaits us. Hi, Randy. Thanks for your patience, and welcome to the Three Tailgaters Show. Hey, guys, has Bo Nine reclassified the high school teams yet as far as which one's going to Division One, Two, Five, A, Four, A, Three, A? No. But I, I hear this is going to happen on September 6th or 7th. Of course, he wouldn't tell me that. But I hear this is what's going – the latest rumor is, is that we're going to have four classes of non-select and, and four divisions – and there's going to be eight championships instead of nine. And it's oh, all going okay. to be divided. It's all going to be divided by enrollment, 25, 25, 25, 25. And I'm all for that. Anything to reduce the number of classes. And I think that's, that's, that's the rumor going around, according to the coaches. And I think that's a real possibility. And it would be good, Randy. And here's why. Because obviously you have far, far less non-select schools now. So when you're talking about playoff brackets – and you're talking about if it stands the way it is right now, 198, I think it is, or but you'll have you'll have one non-select. You'll have one four less, classes make sense. You'll have one less public school championship, right? And because the numbers have been reduced dramatically. Because the numbers will be reduced, and there's going to be a lot of schools who squawk about that. Now, now they, squawk, they, want a, they want a trophy. They want a trophy. And here's the thing: you can squawk all you want about it, but again, we're seeing what's happening here. There is legislation being passed and decisions being made without the vote of the membership. Whether you agree or disagree, that's what's happening. All right? And, and he and the, and the executive committee are basically grabbing the bull by the, by the horns here and saying this is what we're going to do because the, the membership hasn't voted on any of this. All right? And like I said, you might think it's a good thing. You might not think it's a bad thing, but that's a fact. 
Membership isn't voting on this. This is a decision made by the executive committee in concert with the executive director. They will have a say-so eventually, but not at the front end. Not at the front end. Exactly right. We'll see what happens in January. Are they lowering the amount of teams so, that are going so, into the so, uh, I, I hear that the, the, the brackets are going to be 24 teams. I'm hearing 24 as well, but that's not definite. That's not definite. So, But here's the deal. If you're a Class 4A school, all right, and you have somewhat high enrollment for a Class 4A school, you're going to now be playing against the 5A teams. In Correct. The there's not going to, there's going to be some people who are very unhappy about that. And the same thing for Class 2A who are going to be in Class 3A and so forth and so forth. So with 24 Which has, of course, been happening on the select side since day one when right. this started. So right. well, welcome to their world, with, and I'm not saying that to be prejudicial at all, yeah. but that's what the select side has been doing yeah. since 2013. Yeah. So, you have I mean, 3A schools competing yeah. with high 4A schools. You have high 1A schools competing with, with low and high 2A schools, and you have 4A schools competing with 5A schools on that side. Yep. So now it's going to work both yep. ways. There it is. Does that mean some teams are going to have buys in the first round? No, I just I think, think it's a four-round playoff. That's all. I think it's no. Four. What I think what you'll have is one through eight will have a bye. You might have one through eight with and, a with and, twenty-four. And, you'd have one through eight with one, a bye. It's correct. And, and nine, nine through twenty-four would play. And here's the thing, if and that big would incentivize people. Right. There's a big difference between the eight and the nine because if you're the eight, you got a home game in the second round. If you're the, if you're the nine, okay. If you're the nine, then then you're playing. You're potentially you're playing an extra game and potentially playing the number one in the quarterfinals. Correct. So I mean it's it's a there's a huge difference between eight and nine and seven and ten. A lot of competition for that. Well, you know, five A in in, in in Louisiana has always been kind of a stretch anyway. Hell, when I was in school, three A was the highest classification. Um, hey. Yeah, no kidding. It's, no, too, it's I mean, too many. Like, it's too many classes. I, we all know this. It has been for so long. It's ridiculous. And by the way, just focusing in on Chalmette High School, which remains non-select, they now play in a district with nothing but select schools. Welcome to the new world, right? Yeah, I, I I would think I I've talked to some people that they're they're going to have to build another high school in Saint Bernard. Now, if they do and they make an open enrollment for either one, that would make Chalmette a select school? Yes. Yeah, if it's open enrollment, correct. Yes. Yes. But, right, but then again, the yeah. question is how many people from out of – how many people – you got it. Thanks, Randy. How many people from outside of St. Bernard Parish are going to attend Chalmette? Mm-hmm. Which is an excellent school. Excellent school. Phenomenal facilities. Mm-hmm. Maybe the, you know, the lower ninth, you know, that – that's possible. Beyond that, don't know the answer, and I'm, it's a hypothetical. I don't know the answer to that. But it is interesting, though, because all of the Jefferson Parish schools got declared select. So that 85A district that has existed previously now consists of a bunch of select schools and Chalmette, much like we have seen on the North Shore with the District 65A with St. Paul's and a whole bunch of non-select schools outside of that. So it's a very interesting dynamic. Look. Before we move on to the next call, 504-260-1061. Bryce Brown's my friend, and I have enormous respect for Bryce, whom I'll see this week, and for Taurus Howard and everybody. And the car does a fantastic job. It's an incredible school, great program, unbelievable facilities, everything else manageable. But you and I had the discussion for a year and a half, you know, about whether or not they belong or fit in that 
quote-unquote 9-5A league, and you said yes, I said no. And the reason I said no is because uh -huh. they were a non-select school. Well, that's changed. Uh -huh. Now I'd say absolutely uh -huh. they belong. Well, here, here Because now they are that based on this clarification and based on this ruling. So, again, uh -huh. to me, you have a district and you have one outlier or two outliers. That's, that's just it's, well. it's Really kind of foolish, uh, but I, then again, it gets back to the whole premise of the split in I, the first yeah, place. I never, I never, I never thought that Edna Carr would, for instance, go anywhere but the Catholic League. And here's why: you're going to put them in the Jefferson Parish League. Yes, because they're a like institution. Uh, At the, least they were then. Uh, they're not now. You know, that yeah, they're not that now. Would, that would have been that would have been in many respects a non-competitive situation, and I don't think the LHSA non-competitive in what one sport. Yeah. One sport. What about football? What about basketball? What about baseball? Uh, what, what about track and field? What are that? No, I understand. Everything else. I understand, Kenny. But it was yeah. a, Kenny, I understand completely what you're saying. I respect what you're saying. But it was a football decision. Oh, it was all about football. Sure it was. Sure we know was. that. We yeah, know that. But, but now, now I think it's a great fit. Uh, because, again, they're like and institutions. You know, look, I, I know there was some, some of my uh, uh, Catholic League uh, brethren were, 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 were upset with that. But, I mean, look, I always felt that they would not put them that they would not put them with the mm -hmm. Jefferson Parish schools and if you go by mileage yeah if you go by mileage Edna Carr is closer to Jesuit uh, Rummel and Brother Martin than Archbishop Shaw is if you go by mileage they are they're closer so you know I mean look I, I know we're talking about minutia here yeah I, and, I, and i and i get it okay i i understand it's confusing to right. us so you can understand how it would be so confusing right but to I, the caller I, I and everybody always, else who knows but i always felt mm -hmm. that they would be put in that league because of football and they were they would not be put in the jefferson parish league. they were and, and the only other the only other uh, uh the only other possibility was them going to the bayou and i didn't think that would didn't ever think happen. that would ever happen either so I it was agree. two so it's two choices correct and, and I always felt that they were going to the Catholic League. And it's, uh, it's going to be fun to watch, I'll tell you that, and looking forward to it. It's 504-260-1061. Kurt's in New Orleans. Kurt, thanks for your patience. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Got a quick question on the Saints, uh, the running game. You know, obviously, Kamara, number one, uh, you kind of mentioned, of course, Ingram. You know, I just look at Ingram last year. I just don't necessarily think he's got the pop that he had prior when he was with us. Of course, he's a little older. Of course, he's over-serviceable. In some games, he may look like Emmett Smith. What I'm trying to say, though, is, long story short, uh, you know, we've got um, Washington is pretty much the next back, more special teams. you got the Baylor kid, and you got um, um, Malcolm Brown, I think. In, in, uh, Malcolm Brown was released. It's okay. it's Ozig, it's Ozig, it's Ozigbo and Tony Jones. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Tony Jones. Okay. I mean, do you think one of these guys? Who do y'all like the most? I think. And, and is there any possibility? Because Kamara could be suspended, depending later in the season. You know, Ingram. We just don't know how much gas he's got left. I, I think honestly, I think he's got a lot, but, but a good bit. But who, who do y'all think that could? I mean, I mean, somebody could just end up indirectly. You know playing a lot of ball the second half of the season outside of Washington. So what, what do y'all feel? How y'all feel about that? You know, where we at? Okay. You know? 
Sure. We just had a discussion about the running back position extensively a few minutes ago, but we'll rehash that, obviously. With regard to the running back position, Ed Opine, that he thinks Abram Smith's going to be on the roster. I'll let him speak for himself. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah I just think that because of the, 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 uh, the bonus money they gave him, that, yeah. uh, that, that obviously there were some other teams that were interested in him. In him. And yeah. even if you, you were lukewarm about him and you tried to put him on the practice squad, you probably yeah. couldn't do that. You probably couldn't get him through waivers. That's what hmm. I was saying. And hmm. then with regard to the others, they brought back Devino Zigbo. And, of course, mm-hmm. they've got Tony Jones, who was a disappointment last year. Dwayne Washington likely has a roster spot because – Ed and I agree 100%. He's not only a good special teams player, but he's a veteran who can step in and just and at least maintain right. the fort, so to speak, if you need him, as he's done in the past, the perfect reserve. So if you have Ingram to go along with Kamara and you got Washington, that's three spots. If you keep a fourth yeah. guy, you're not likely to keep more than four if you keep four. Yeah. If you keep a fourth guy and you don't want to risk Abram Smith being exposed, then you got to keep him. So that yeah. leaves – Devino Zigbo and Tony Jones on the outside looking in. If you if you go by that logic, mm-hmm. right? That's incredible. I really appreciate mm-hmm. uh, letting me call in. Thank you so much. Thanks. Okay, right, Kurt. Thank sure you, thing. Man. Appreciate you. And look, that could settle itself, or it could work itself out. Injuries obviously have something to do with it. And with the Camara situation, I don't think any of us knows. Right now, it's looking more and more like it's it's going to be deferred. There have been some reports that don't expect anything to happen before next season. And I'm not going to put all the eggs in that basket. I don't know that. I mean, anyone that claims they do, I don't think is being completely forthcoming. We don't know when something is going to be determined in that regard. What I really hope for, Ed, more than anything else, is that it doesn't happen in the middle of the season or later in the season, all of a sudden they enforce a suspension in the middle of the season when you need him desperately and when you have the biggest well, number of games and the most important games and right. the most important part of the season coming up. Okay, so if this case is, is adjudicated in the next 60 days and it's not adjudicated in a positive manner for him, how do you not – the NFL can't ignore that. Can no, you? they'll suspend him at yeah. uh, that time. And, and then look, all you can that, hope that, for is that it's all, six games and that you get him back right. for the stretch run but or again, something of that nature. That's Timing's all, everything. That's all speculation. It's all it is. It's all speculation. People can keep asking the question. It's all and speculation. And I'm, I'm going to keep giving the same answer because I don't know, and I'm never going to claim to know what I don't know, never. And I don't. And I don't think anybody knows the process in terms of timing as to what's going to transpire. All we know is that it's been pushed back a couple of times. What we do know is something happened, and there's video, and that's not good. It's damning to the client or or to the player in this particular instance and a guy that is so important. Look, Ed, I think it's safe to say that he's the best player on the team. He's the most valuable player on the team. I think he's the best player. I mean, Lattimore is a heck of a corner. Mm -hmm. Cam Jordan is fantastic and has been for a long time. Uh Uh-huh. Demario Davis is incredible as a player and as a person and as a leader. But in terms of sheer ability to impact a game, Alvin Kamara is the best player. He touches the ball more frequently than anybody I mentioned by far, and he impacts the game in two different phases in the run and pass game. And it changes everything when he's on the field. So, again, that's a, people have asked the question, and you and I have addressed this several times, why does Las Vegas not like the Saints? Why do they have them – 
pegged for a losing record? Well, the common answers have been no Sean Payton and no confidence in Jameis Winston from that better's perspective. But I think a, another dynamic there is the whole Camara situation. And the fact that when this number was put up months ago, there was the belief that Camara would be suspended to start the season. But now it doesn't look like that's going to happen. The question is when and if you want to qualify with both words. But I think that probably factors into it, too, because Alvin Kamara is that guy. He's worth a win or two, don't you think? I surely do. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the, here's the deal. Um, last year, 9-4 and four with him, 0-4 oh with Tells you everything you need to know. That's, I mean, I don't know what, else, what other yes, stats I mean, that, there you go. Their right. offense, now I know they were going through quarterbacks, of but course. their offense without him came to a screeching halt without him. Yeah. Screeching halt. And, again, another factor in it was it was against the toughest part of the schedule, too. Yeah. But he got hurt late October, early November. Which was which is a big part, but they were nine and four with him, zero oh and four without him. Right, and um, you know, I don't know. It's um, I, I don't think there's any doubt that he is a guy that is so critical with, to what they're trying to do. Wide receiver, defensive end. We are going to get into that conversation when we continue after this brief timeout. It's five zero four two six zero. 1061. That's 504 260 1061. He's Ed. I'm Ken. Glad you're with us on this Saturday morning. Free Tailgater Show. Back in a moment on 1061 FM, Nash Icon and Nash FM 1061.com. With over 15 acres of cars and trucks at the Lamarck Automotive Complex, there must be a reason. Buying a new car shouldn't be complicated. That's why our expert staff is here to help. I've been selling new Ford cars and trucks since 1970. It's over 50 years. Wow, there must be a reason. With your lifestyle and budget in mind, our finance team works hard to be the best in the business. Only at Lamarck Ford, at the Lamarck Automotive Complex. There must be a reason. During these challenging times, it's easy to get wrapped up in the fear of the drama and the pressures of the moment. That's why for these past few months, I've been encouraging people, don't lose your song, don't lose your praise. It's important. Psalm 105 says, give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, make known his deeds. One writer said, it's impossible to exaggerate the greatness of our God. There's power in praise. The word says that God lives there. It can't be stopped. It can't be legislated. Luke 19 tells the account of the disciples and they're praising Jesus. It's getting noisy. The Pharisees said, tell them to pipe down. And Jesus said, if I tell them to do that, the rocks are going to cry out immediately. Well, I don't want a rock taking my place and I'm not going to lose my song. This is Michael Green inviting you to join me and Linda this Sunday at LifeGate, 1317 Butternut Avenue in Metairie. We start at 10 o'clock. Check us out on Facebook, LifeGate Church Ministries, or on YouTube, Michael Green, LifeGate Ministries. Don't let a rock take your place, and don't lose your song. Come on down to the Silver Slipper. Hi, this is John from the Silver Slipper Casino telling you about our all-American summer adventure going on right now. So when you play here at the Slipper on Fridays and Saturdays in July, August, and September, you can earn a chance to play the all-American Plinko board and win up to $10,000 in free slot play, plus earn entries all month long to take your pick of either a Colt 700 ATV or an Icon limo golf cart on the last Saturday of each month. Only at the Silver Slipper, we are proud to be your host on the coast. Pass a good time at the Silver Slipper. Never! The roar of our engines, the pump of our heartbeats, the pedal to our metal, the sparks that ignite us, the pistons that push us, the passions that drive us. 
From the feelings that move us to the places that pull us on the roads that unite us. With nearly 6,000 stores and over 17,000 auto care centers, Napa has America's largest network of parts and care. Here to keep you firing on all cylinders. Just like that, it's hello back to school season. Luckily at Famous Footwear, you can find unbeatable savings on the hottest brands. Have a son who's determined to bring his A-game? Lace him up in fresh Puma courts. Is your daughter's style as big as her personality? Have her show up in iconic checkerboard vans. For a limited time only, buy one, get one half off, both online and at a local Famous store. Buy one item, get a second item of equal or lesser value for half price. Some exclusions apply. Now more than ever, driving political change has enough challenges. Reaching the right voters to get elected shouldn't be one of them. Hi, I'm Rachel Adams, Regional Digital Sales Manager, and our team is here to help you reach the exact voters you need in your district or even the whole state. Contact me today at nolacumuluscares.com and let us help you get elected and make real political change for Louisiana. That's nolacumuluscares.com or call me directly at 504-432-0043. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code BUY for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's promo code BUY. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code BUY for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code BUY for a $5 bonus. Do you love your dogs and cats? Then you need to know that spaying and neutering your pet reduces their risk of cancer. That's right, spay neuter helps prevent some cancers. It also eliminates other health risks and behavioral issues. We're Low Cost Animal Medical Center, a nonprofit veterinary clinic offering top quality spay neuter at low cost. And if you live in Jefferson Parish, your price will even be lower, possibly free. Give us a call at 444-1124. That's 444-1124 or click lowcostanimal.org. Want to call an audible? Throw a flag? Call a technical? It's all good. Go for it now on a three tailgater show on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. Call now, 504 260 1061. All right, so the defensive end position, we said we'd talk about that. Look, uh, one of the people had uh, emailed us. Ken at CrescentCitySports.com at WGNO.com about Marcus Davenport. Marcus Davenport's a talented player. Uh, He's a difference maker when he's on the field. He's big. He's long. He's quick. He's hard to throw over. He can get after the passer. He can be physical. But he's got to be consistent. He's got to be on the field uh, for him to realize his potential, for this team to realize its potential. And there are issues and concerns with him already. So, again, you have to be a little bit a little bit taken aback, not a lot, but a little bit at this stage. Let's see where he's at in three weeks, right? And then Peyton Turner can't answer the question, don't know until we see him in games. He's done some good things in camp, obviously. 
Mm-hmm. Was hurt last year. He had some injuries in college. We'll see where he's at. Chalco Charlton's going to have a hard time making the team. Yep. Everybody's healthy. Cam Jordan is obviously on the team. Carl Granderson's on the team. Tunnel Passignan can play. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got just a wealth of players there. Yep. It's the deepest position on the team. Very much so. So, therefore, uh-huh. with regard to Davenport, mm-hmm. I'm sure you agree with me. Mm-hmm. The guy can play. He's talented. No doubt. And he's a difference maker. Uh-huh. But he's missed 11. He's missed. He's missed. He's played in 11 games the last two years. So, 33. He's missed uh, 33% of their games the last two years. So, you have to have people you can count on. Yep. As, as I was told at camp, the best ability is availability. Yes. And you know what? I, I, can't, I can't disagree with that and, um, and um, can't disagree with it. It used to be the saying used to be you can't make the club in the tub. Now it's kind of been. I know kind a few of, guys it, over the years who made the club in the tub. It's kind of evolved to being you can't help the tub. Club yeah. in the tub, I should but, say. But, but so. you can definitely make the club in the tub. Well, now you can. That's what I'm saying. But you can't help the club <laughs> in the tub. So, look, that was a large part of their decision not to pay Teron Armstead. So, mm-hmm. had Teron Armstead, even at this stage of his career, had he been a guy that played 14 or more games every year, that would have paid him because mm-hmm. he was a great guy. Yeah. Everybody respected and liked no him. Doubt. And he's a heck of a player. No question. But he couldn't – he wasn't that guy. Yeah. You couldn't yeah. count on him being out there. They already made that investment in Andrews Pete. Mm-hmm. That's another story. Oh, boy. So he's got to produce. And as for Cesar Ruiz, we'll see. At Overseas. He's got a great Twitter handle. At Overseas. There I you go. That's pretty good. Okay. I like it. That's, that's catchy. All right. So that's defensive. Peyton, Peyton Turner, we, we have to wait and see, right? Here's the thing about Peyton Turner. His health. Right? Played five Same games. thing. Played five games last year. Is he going to play 16? Look, you know, people talk about uh, – you know, to me, one of the great arguments about Cam Jordan, I think he's approaching a Hall of Fame career. Without a doubt. And, and an NFL Hall of Fame. I player. agree with you. And he is a great player. Not only is he a great player, but he's there every day. Every day. And, Shows up, and, man. And you cannot, and not only that, but a guy who would never embarrass you off the field. All right? Nope. Just, a, just a, um, a, a, the kind of player – uh, that is one of the great. He's one of the greatest players in franchise history. Oh, there's no question and, about that. And, he's a, he's 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 poised to pass Ricky. I yeah, mean, I just had yeah. Ricky on our show last Wednesday night. Right. He's, you know, when you when you're talking about the in terms greatest, of sacks, I'm talking yeah, about right. Yeah. But when you talk about when you talk about uh, greatest players in franchise history, I think he's certainly in the top three or four in gaining. And you know, Drew Brees is is obviously uh, number one. I think for what he for what he did when he was here. For, for all those years. But, and Ricky Jackson is number two. And Ricky Jackson's 1A. And Cam Jordan. Oh, 1A is a perfect Cam, description, right. yes. Right, and Cam Jordan might be 1B. I mean, Cam Jordan is that good a player. I think you're right. He's an, he's, he's, and, and, and statistically, here's the thing that's amazing to me. We know what he did with the sacks last year. But he was the number one defensive end in the league against the run. In his 11th season last year? 11th year, yep. You know, so, Remarkable. Just in, an incredible longevity. Uh, just, just. I mean, he's a great player. Just yeah, the know. list is, the right. list is not long. It's fairly easy when you talk about the best ever. Willie Rofe, of course, would be in that. Morton Anderson clearly is in that. Sam Mills, yep. Sam Mills, unquestionably. Yep, no is doubt. in that. Is no in doubt. that. Just no talk about the automatics. Mm-hmm. Those are the automatics. Those are the automatics. Then you have a group of probably. 10 to 15 that are huh? that are really, really good and debatable huh? that would be in that discussion. And here, here's here, two guys on my all-name team. Uh-huh. Okay. Jubilee Dunbar. Mm-hmm. 
Did you like him? Yes. Uh, Jubilee still comes to some of our events. Does he really? For Saints Hall of Fame. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. And D'Artagnan Martin. Yeah, D. Martin, yeah, sure. D. Martin. I got it. So those are, those are, those are two of the great names in mm -hmm. Saints history. Happy Feller was the best Happy name. Feller, yep. Happy, Happy Feller was Happy the best Feller. name in Saints history, though, so. Huh? Didn't have any unhappy ones, man. The, the, the Emmanuel Zander still comes a little bit. Z-Man comes all the time. Yeah, Z-Man's a good man. He's a superb human being. And you know what? He was a, he was a really good NFL guard. He was a good player. At, when I look at him now, he's shrunk. Archie yeah. Manning Archie Manning always supports him for the Saints Hall of Fame. Oh, said he was a really good player. Yes, but, he was. You know, but great guy. Superb individual. Yeah. And always a pleasure seeing Z-Man. But, yes, Cam Jordan is unquestionably top five, if not top three or four in in franchise history already, no matter what happens yeah. from this point forward. And when you compute that and talk about it, you have to talk about excellence at what you do and also longevity. No, I think no, the longevity no. part of my – because people would say, well, what about Demario Davis? Hey, he's really good, but it's got to be longevity before you put him in that kind of category. Correct. And you'd say the same thing about Michael Thomas. Alvin Kamara, he's approaching that. I mean, Alvin Kamara, if he does it for two or three more years, he's top three. Unquestionably. Uh huh. If Michael Thomas comes back and does what he did previously, he's top three. Unquestionably. I mean, so now you're Alvin bumping Kamara, people. This is his sixth year as a running back. Yeah. Wow. And the difference between him and Christian McCaffrey is he's been available more. Yes. He's been on the field more. He's been that's more good, durable. That's a good comparison. McCaffrey is really talented. But when McCaffrey, he's out there. McCaffrey had the one incredible year. Uh, but, again, he's missed too many games. And the Saints got Camara for, for far less money and far further down in the draft to get a similar player in the same division. So turned out to be a godsend decision by Sean Payton and the Saints. All right, it's 504-260-1061. One more segment to go, and we'll do that. Talk wide receivers when we return in a moment here on 106.1 FM. Nash Icon and on the web at NashFM1061.com. Since 1935, the All-State Sugar Bowl has been a proud New Orleans New Year's Day tradition. Through its annual support of college football and amateur sports, the Sugar Bowl attracts hundreds of thousands of visitors to the state, providing countless opportunities for young people. Resources from these events enable the Sugar Bowl to support education and community programs impacting thousands of New Orleans area teachers and citizens. The All-State Sugar Bowl, proud to host the best of the Big 12 and the SEC in the Superdome on New Year's Day, if you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. Cumulus Media presents the 21st Annual Louisiana Bridal Expo. Sunday, September 11th at the Hyman Convention Center. The Louisiana Bridal Expo will feature everything you need to plan your perfect wedding. That's Sunday, September 11th from noon until 4 p.m. at the Hyman Convention Center. Tickets available at the door the day of the event. No strollers or children under 12. Vendor booths are still available. Call 337-408-9208. That's 337-408-9208. Progressive presents Married to Your Home. I'm such a screw-up. What? House? Why would you talk like that? How are you even with a house without a walk-in closet? Stop. You have more than enough storage. Oh, yeah. And the unfinished basement. Gross. We'll finish it eventually. Together. 
No matter how much you already love your house, you'll love it more knowing you could save big bundling your home and auto with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Cookie wants to be a professional wrestler. I'm Cookie Serratos, and I'm 11 years old. She also wants to win all the medals. That's why Cookie and her family make every day count, squeezing out her best with Go-Go Squeeze. Okay, Cookie, let's break for a Go-Go Squeeze. Go-Go Squeeze fruit-on-the-go pouches are a nutritious snack made from 100% fruit with no sugar added. Go, Cookie! Because when you nurture your kids, you squeeze out the best in them. Squeeze out their best with Go-Go Squeeze. Not a low-calorie food. Products range from 11 to 13 grams of sugar and 60 to 70 calories per serving. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is, but on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute, are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code FREE for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's promo code FREE. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code FREE for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code FREE for a $5 bonus. FanDuel Sportsbook at Treasure Chess Casino is now open. Now you have access to one of the best sports betting experiences around. Combining the excellence and experience of FanDuel with our signature Boyd Gaming hospitality. Place your bets and get back before kickoff. Or stick around with all your friends and enjoy the sports action right here. That's FanDuel Sportsbook at Treasure Chess Casino. Just off I-10 and Ketter on the banks of Lake Pontchartrain. Last chance today, call the Three Tailgaters Show at 260-1061. Back to Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels. Saints wide receiver position. All right, Ed, we know three for sure, right? Mm -hmm. Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, Chris Olave. Marquez Callaway. You say Marquez is automatically Marquez on the Callaway. team? You, th- you say he's automatically on? Well, I mean, he averaged, what, 50 I know he did. I know he did, year? but I'm just asking the question. So... If he is, then Deontay Hardy's on the team. We know that. That's five. Can you keep more than that? I don't think so. I don't either. You re-signed Traquan Smith. Yeah. My point about Callaway is if you value Smith's blocking as much as we hear, mm-hmm. would that put Callaway's roster spot in jeopardy? I, I still think he's on the team. Okay. I just do. Well, then there's also the – Outside possibility that they would keep six, including Hardy, as the return man. I think you keep the best players. That's going to impact another position if you do it. But clearly they have some decisions to be made there after their first three guys. Don't you agree? Oh, yeah. I don't think there's any doubt about it. Well, their first three and Hardy, the other two spots. I mean, clearly. Uh Whether it's one spot or two. If it's one spot, it's Callaway or Smith. Are they going to pay Hardy at some point, do you think? Uh, that's a great question. I don't think they are. I think it, I think this year will have a lot to do with it. Kick rough returns are, are, are largely diminished, obviously, by the rules. Punt returns matter, and deep threats matter as well. He is that. 
And then I have to ask you the question about Kirk Merritt and Dejon Dixon. What are we looking at? Are Dejon they... Dixon practice squad mm-hmm. would be a good candidate, you think? I do. Kirk Merritt, and he can probably I don't get, think get Kirk there. Merritt's eligible for that. I don't think it? he is either. He's been no. in the league a couple of years. Yeah, so. So, and, and he's. Kirk Merritt, Kirk Merritt, preseason important for him. Yeah, it is. He has to play well because that would be the yeah. only other wild card. And this is if he could be that impressive, maybe he supplants someone mm-hmm. or forces his way on. And how much special teams does he play it? Yeah. Right. So, I mean, there, I mean that part's yeah. into it. But Dixon, yeah, I think Dixon's a prime candidate because you can get him through in all likelihood. So, therefore, he's – Unless he has a giant preseason. Yeah, right. And, you know, all, all these all these scouts from other teams, they're all watching these games. Oh, they yeah. and, and they all look at – and the, uh, the and scouting directors watch, watch every, every play of every preseason game as soon as it's right. over. Many of them watch them as they're going on. All right. It's been a pleasure, Ed. Thank you. Enjoyed it. We'll do it again next week. All right, my friend. Thanks to Rudy Dixon for a job well done. Thanks to our listeners and sponsors for making it happen. I'm back on Monday night with Sports Talk at 6 p.m. following Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher next Wednesday night. Back live at Treasure Chest and FanDuel Sportsbook at 6 p.m. with our special guest, Devery Henderson. Be there at Treasure Chest next Wednesday night. Until next time, Ken Trahan for Ed saying thanks for joining us. Be a good sport, and God bless you one and all. We are rounding third and heading home. So long.